This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the best realtor in the United States of America, according to my popular opinion, Laura Lee Smith. She's a real estate agent for Better Homes and Garden Real Estate in the Bryan College Station, Texas and surrounding area. And whatever you're looking for, she can find it in real estate, whether it be your brand spanking new home or you're upgrading into a big home because you just bought a bunch of horses or goats or dogs or cats or whatever kind of pets that you prefer. Or you need the perfect location and storefront for that brand new business idea to pursue your dream. Whatever it is, call Laura Lee, text her at any time. She can take care of you and make it easy and understandable and you'll be so happy at the title company to hold up that sign that says sold. So her number is 979-218-2315. Again, that's 979-218-2315. This episode is with my good friend, Paul Porras. He is a wanderlust spirit, world traveler, ex-professional football player, you name it. He's just an overall really cool dude. He's doing great things in the world. He helps children and supports them and gets them through school and other countries. He does retreats to better human beings. Just all around, him and his girlfriend do so much good work. And we got to give, I'll, I'll give another thanks to Betty Drummond for hooking us up together because we really are almost like brothers. So please enjoy my brother, Paul Porras. And just like that, we are live or hey. recording live. <laughs> Then, uh, so this is Paul, and on the other end of the screen, if you can see it in the video, and people audio can't see it, but um, we, you did the interview with me over your little, like, um, I guess, uh, little video podcast thing uh, that yeah. you do. I don't know if it's called podcast, but anyway, uh, I'm excited to have you on because you have done some crazy things, and... A lot of things that I think people don't really think they can do. Uh, they don't think it, the things that you're doing are possible without like, oh, well, he's just living on vacation the whole time or something, you know. But um, I really, I really dig it. I really dig it. And then, um, and I guess let's go ahead and take it out like what we talked about beforehand before we started this, Paul. And that is giving Betty a shout out for even hooking us up in the first place. Yeah, I want to thank Betty for, uh, you know, connecting the two of us. Um, you know, it's so funny just how our paths crossed. It's not random. It's very uh, divine timing. But um, just super grateful for Betty connecting Aaron and me because we are definitely two peas in a pod. We are definitely soul brothers. And I'm just so excited to see where this, you know, this relationship goes, even though I'm halfway across the world in Bali, Indonesia. I feel very connected to you, brother, and I'm excited to be here on this podcast with you and support <laughs> you on your mission of getting people's stories out there and encouraging other people to do what we have going on out here too. Yeah, well, let's get in, let's get straight into it because I don't know a ton about it because last time I talked to you, you're like, <laughs> "Hey, man, I'm coming back to the United States to sell my stuff off. You know, I got some things going on. I've been helping this kid down in South America, and then." I like it. Literally, felt like we we talked quite often, and it, let, it felt like two days later, you've moved to Bali like fully, like you're one hundred percent in Bali now. Yeah, so it's been a journey. So the last year, um, I 
girlfriend and I decided to, a year ago, we decided to sell all our stuff in Arizona and move to Belize in Central America. And we ended up living in Belize for four months. We were uh, worked with the local elementary school every day for four months, which was a huge test for not only me, but my girlfriend. I was working one-on-one with a special needs kid almost every day, and it was it was intense. Like, I've never done anything like that, where it was like really one-on-one with a kid who needed your full divided attention for, you know, six hours. And so with that also, I was like helping with their PE and um, their math and their, their spelling and everything like that. But like, it was just such a different world because at this school, you know, I'm working with eight-year-olds and nine-year-olds and they barely could even read their ABCs. So it was a really, you know, heart-wrenching to see that these kids in an English-speaking first country um, could barely read their ABCs. And so obviously Mandy and I, my girlfriend and I, um, you know, we did everything we could to help. And when we were leaving Belize, we were like, all right, what, what's something that we could really like create impact in? And we decided to sponsor a kid for the rest of his life to go to, to private school and eventually, you know, get him to go to maybe a college in the United States, maybe like USC or UT or something. So we ended up um, starting raising money to help um, this kid go to school in, in a private school in Belize where it's like, you know, there's only 10 to 15 kids in each classroom. It's very hands-on and really helping him um, at an early age get his education in line. And so that was, you know, a great experience in the first four months of us traveling the world. And then we ended up moving to Guatemala for a couple months and we just did a deep dive of our own personal journeys. And it was just very transform- uh, transformative where, you know, we had to really look within about our vanity, our materialistic views, the American dream, you know, the matrix that we lived in America for our whole life. Uh, we had to take a hard look at ourselves and our beliefs. And at the end of the day, like our beliefs aren't our, our beliefs, you know, they're our parents' beliefs or their parents' beliefs. So it's like really tr- truly finding that foundation of, um, you know, of who we truly are and remembering what we're here to do on this planet, you know? And so anyways, and then, you know, I, I connected with Aaron when I was out in Guatemala, we did an amazing Facebook live together. And it was a whole lot of fun at that. Yeah. There was a lot of fun in it because obviously we both have a uh, skating backgrounds. Uh, you know, we're very, uh, loud in that. Oh no. Did I lose you? Okay. We're back live. We got him back. Yeah, so so when we when Betty connected Aaron and me together, it was just such a synchronistic thing where we're both very similar uh, backstories where we love you know skating, living that life. Uh, that you know really got to dive in with uh, Aaron's X game stories and everything <laughs> like that, and just to see him like what he does with this fitness group and in this CrossFit training, um, you know, I'm very passionate about fitness as well. So it was just, um, yeah, it was just so synchronistic. And, um, so I, I, I thought it was a great idea to interview Aaron because Aaron's the one that usually interviews other people. So it was great to flip those roles and, um, put the spotlight on, on you, buddy, because 
you know, it's the people behind the camera sometimes that truly have those messages for people. And I think it was just pure magic. So I just want to commend you for doing what you're doing with this podcast and uh, helping other people around, you know, your community and around the world see that there's different ways to live and there's different ways to uh, generate an income, you know, around the world. So Yeah, I mean, I guess... I like, I mean, I don't really look at it as I do anything. It's more of a, you get to share your story, you know, and then it, the more it gets out there of people like you, then the the better off somebody might hear it, it might benefit them in some sort of way, yeah. you know? And, and so really it's like just as much as you can get a story out there that make people believe like, oh, this stuff really is possible. Like, uh, like your little yoga retreat that you did in Arizona. Yeah. You know, like you do, yeah. you get into all sorts of stuff like that. Um, yeah, no, it's, um, it's great. Like at the end of the day, it's like, like I've learned over time. It's like, I can't change anyone's life, but what I can do is, and what we can do is inspire others to see the change in themselves. And, um, you know, by doing, you know, different fitness things, like I do my hike dance yoga events where we, I like, Pretty much, I, I have people wake up at 4:30 in the morning to to watch a sunrise on top of a mountain and celebrate life and dance and reground themselves in meditation. Doing um, that, people would never do that, you know, without someone facilitating that, whatever. So it's just like if I'm able to spark this uh, this fire under someone, um, you know, that's that's all we can do. And you know, what's crazy is two days ago. I had this guy in Australia message me on Instagram. And he was like, hey, Paul, like, I see that you're in Bali. Like, I'm so excited to meet you one day. Um, I just want to thank you. Four years ago, you inspired me to create my own hiking group. And I've had 1,500 people plus join me on a seven-mile hike in Australia over the course of four years. And this wouldn't have happened unless you inspired me to do so. That's incredible. Like. I was like, I kind of got teary-eyed. I was like, wow, like the, like sometimes we don't even know the impact that we truly have. And I was just really grateful for him for sharing that because, you know, I'm just doing me. I'm making silly videos. I'm like really just, you know, always pumping all these good vibrations. But like sometimes I really don't see the, you know, see the results on the other side, like what what's transforming. And it's just like it's phenomenal to think that like with the power of social media, with the power of this. What we're doing here, it's like we really can help spark and ignite um, people to truly get off their ass and do things. Yeah, in a way. maybe use it for good instead of just like sitting there. I call it LOLing whenever my daughter gets on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so yeah, old no, when I do that. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like AOL and semester. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which, which which I never did, by the way. I was like yeah, right in between, like I was, oh, that stuff's dumb. I'm not going to do it. I can't talk. I, I, I used to not be able to talk to people unless I was face to face with them. I Not even on the phone. It was just like, so, wow, I'm going to see you in a second. <laughs> no, that's, that's definitely more of my generation since I'm, I'm a 91 baby. So AIM was like perfect middle school communication. Yeah, but we had a we had we had dial up, so it's like you can't be on the phone while you're on on the computer. So it's like, mom, get off the phone. I'm trying to message my friends. <laughs> you know, and that whole yeah, it's crazy the difference in technology now. But like, 
and that's why I'm so excited. It's like, you know, with like if you know the thought leaders back in the day, like MLK or you know even Jesus, like if if they had this technology back in the day to really communicate across a global you know network, think about like how crazy that vibration would be sent out. And so, you know, that's what Mandy and I we we constantly are promoting. You know let's let's look within ourselves like we all we all have the tools within us and like really help people like ask those questions that people usually would never be asked to look within and um you know so out here in bali we you know we moved here a month and a month a month or so ago and we've actually decided to live here permanently and make this our home base because it's just like when i say our souls called us home like our souls truly called us here to stay because Bali is just uh, just the mecca for transformation for people that want to come out here and and do a lot of healing internally, but also give back to um, the, the land around us. This place is just pure magic, and so with that, Mandy and I we're hosting our first conscious leadership retreat in October for thirteen men and women from around the world that are here to really focus on expanding their, you know, personal growth, relationships, uh, financial growth, you name it. It's just, we're all encompassing a company and we're here to really dive within them and help them clean up their internal world to reflect their outer, their outer world. And, um, so like with that, it's just, it's just phenomenal. We're really excited to, um, be out here, you know, we're planting roots, not seeds, and um, getting after it. And it's just, it's been amazing. The last month, we have connected with the most powerful, uh, inspirational men and women from around the world out here because it's just such a global network. And that face-to-face, like you said, Aaron, like I just love that interaction. And like, because you really can feel someone when they're in front of you. And it's just people out here to help each other grow um, to truly um, connect their businesses together and get in alignment so we can all do this together. Because at the end of the day, we're all on the same team. Whether people know it or not, we're all in this together on this planet. And uh, there's there's truly, there's just one country, and it's, <laughs> and it's the world, you know? So it's like once we, more and more people are waking up and, you know, getting out of this dormant state, that's where things are really starting to shift. And um, so, yeah, we're just sitting here in the, in the trenches in Bali, um, laying that groundwork for people to truly wake up and uh, see the big picture. Yeah, and I mean, if people are listening to you talk, they're going to be like, oh man, here's this like spiritual meditative guy. He's, he's like grows up a hippie, walking around in the woods, <laughs> looking at trees. But they, a lot of people wouldn't figure, listening to what you just said, that this dude played uh, football in college. Yeah. Smashed right. heads. Um, <laughs> traveled all over the world playing football. Got paid to do it. That good stuff. And then just decided, man, I need to do something else. This isn't my calling. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's not pigeonhole. Like, this dude is not just some like skinny skin and bones uh rag wearing dude you know and and but you can blend both worlds is what i'm kind of saying like you can blend 
everything together. And that's what I feel like you're kind of doing. You're kind of getting people like, hey, you don't have to be this like, you know, only just to come from this spiritual background to get in touch with, you know, things and your feelings and all that good stuff. Yeah, you know, and I think it's um, it's more difficult for men than it is for women, like on this journey of like really diving within our feelings. And that's where I'm really passionate about is helping men around the world be more seen and more heard. Because there's a lot of, trust me, like out here in Bali, there's a lot of women on this journey of self-discovery and diving into their their wounds from childhood. But like as men, we have to be the gladiators and keep the 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 warrior helmets on and don't let people in too closely, you know, and don't let people into your, into your home, you know, yeah. speaking. And it's like understanding, like we are all here to be seen and heard. We are all here to heal these wounds that we have accumulated, you know, from, from childhood on. And it's just such a beautiful journey. I'm like, yes, like I played football for 17 years. Yes. I played professionally overseas i got paid to break people's bones you know so i go from that to truly diving into my my inner journey and understanding that my dream of playing professional football was never my dream it was my parents dream so like understanding like when i say our beliefs are not our beliefs like we were raised you know into this family and that was our society you know it was our family yeah and so like when we try to blame society for everything we no at the end of the day it's like what was ever in our house when we were growing up that was our society that was our world so we only knew one way and so like what i what i help people do is truly see you know look back at like truly what your foundation is built on you know whatever religious beliefs you may have whatever you know education that you were you raised in like really understanding that you know, once we start taking our power back from all these things that we gave it to, whether it be education, our family, government, our job, once we start taking that power back, that's when we truly are able to step into what we're here to do. And it's, so it's just a constant remembering and awareness of, you know, who we are, what our soul's here to do. And um, yeah, man, like it's, it's been one hell of a journey. Like I, you know, I could go all day about it, but I'm I am writing a book about this transition that I've been going on, and I'm super excited to share with you in a in a further podcast. Oh yeah, that journey. Oh heck yeah, we'll definitely have you on yeah. for that. Like, yeah, yeah. prompt the book up and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think it's a, like my view on it, and which which that's why you're so unique in this situation is that. You can be. You don't have to be pigeonholed into. If you're a football player, or an athlete, you don't have to just be a warrior. Like you can go to battle yeah. and be a warrior, but you can also, like, be into like, Musashi. He was both. Like he he found a balance between all things, which yeah. is is like. That's kind of like the ultimate goal, I think, for me anyway, is to find a balance between, you know, I want to be a warrior. I want to be tough. I want to be manly, so to speak. You know, I, I, I like those things. Those things fire me up. But at the same time, I don't want to just lose all feeling and, and like, understand that there's, like, kindness and a nice balance that needs to go with all of these different things in order to make everything work perfectly. Yeah. 
no, it's um, it's 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 a dance, you know. It's like we're all living in this dance where we're, you know, we're dancing between our masculine and our feminine energy. You know, it's like yes, I love to be, you know, masculine at times and like be that warrior, but I also love to like get into my dance, creative flow, wearing my crazy colorful leggings and doing that. So it's but- like. And, um, you know, finding that balance because, like, for the longest time I got away from, like, the warrior and I went straight into my feminine energy. And so it's like, all right, how do you balance the two, especially with relationships, you know? It's, uh, um, and so it really is it's a process, but um, it can be done. And, um, you know, having – obviously being in a relationship like you and I, like our intimate relationships are the closest thing where we have to see ourselves constantly, like the relationship mirror is huge, you know? So like we're constantly seeing ourselves through our partner because at the end of the day, like our inner world, our outer world is a reflection of our inner world. So if we know that, then anything that's irritating our partner is something that's truly being irritated within us. And so, um, you know, the more and more we get in tune with that and the more that we can respond instead of react to situations, is that's where the dance begins and yeah like that's what i love is like the book that i'm writing is it's about like how do we keep those you know those gifts that we learn as a warrior but we 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 transmute that energy into something truly positive and like not um you know not in a place of anger and like you know the movie 300 like (laughs) mentality And it's just like, how do we like really channel that energy into something that's for the greater good of ourselves, our families. And so it's, um, yeah, man, it's, it's a journey and, but I'm excited to be out here talking with you and getting this message out here because it is, um, (laughs) it's, it's, it's a different life, you know? Well, I mean, I don't know how you chose Bali as your like 100%. Did you just go visit it one day? No, so we literally, so we traveled from Belize to Guatemala to Mexico, and then, you know, my girlfriend Mandy has been being called to Bali for a while now. She, you know, she gets these downloads that, like, hey, like, Bali is calling you, and you need to pick up the phone. And and so we literally were just like, hey, we're going to, like, before we even got out, we'd never been here before until a month and, you know, a month and a week ago. But we already decided that we're going to have a retreat out here in October. We're like, we just, you know, before we even got out here, we're like, all right, we're just going to get some shit done and do it. And when we got out here, when I say within the first week, it was just like everything just clicked into place. Like it was like a, like you see the inner workings of a clock. It was just like, like everything just like just completely aligned with what we're doing. We literally, people were being thrown left and right at us. We were just like completely, um, just put on this frequency and lane to just like get shit done. We are here for good. Um, here's your place that you're gonna be living at. Here are the people that you're gonna be working with. Here's your retreat center. These are the dates that you can do it. It was just with that. When I say within a week's time, we did more that we could do here than we could ever do in a year's time back in the states. Like that's that's how like that's how much of the expansion process this place is. Like it really slows things down or speeds things up. Like whatever you need. <laughs> like what I tell people is like Bali is is truly medicine. It's not what you want, it's but it's what you need. And people get chewed up and spit out out here because they decide not to look within that 
And so you'll see like people bandaged up from getting in scooter accidents all the time. You'll see people getting mugged on the streets. But like at the end of the day, it's like, what, what are these things that are happening for you truly representing? And I think a lot of people like get in this victim mode where like, oh, you know, this, this is what happened to me. Like, I can't be here. I'm like, no, why don't you sit down and really ponder what is going on in your life and why did you bang up your knee or, you know, get punched in the gut and, and look into that because clearly it's like if the law of attraction, you're attracted to that end for a reason. And whether you choose to look at it or not, that's on you. Yeah, it really is. It's like so, kind of a choice, a choice that you make. Yeah. So tell me, like, let's dive into a little bit more about like your retreats out there in Bali and what all the process is and how people can sign up and all that yeah. good stuff. Yeah. So um, we, let's see, a month ago, we, you know, we decided to host this retreat in October, and we already are halfway. Fill, we are halfway filled up with the retreat, and what's what's been beautiful is that we haven't done any advertising, no Facebook ads. Like literally, what I do is one-to-one communication with someone that we already know, or someone that's been recommended to us. That's truly open-hearted, open-minded, ready to completely break through that glass ceiling that they put on themselves, and go to the next level of their business, their personal life, their relationships. They're just ready for the next stage. And in order for you to be like going to the next stage, you got to be thinking differently. And so what Mandy, my girlfriend does is she, so she hosts these retreats and she just deep dives with them for eight days where we, we literally rented out this whole retreat center. There's 12 villas on, right on the riverfront. It's beautiful. And each day we're just diving in and really getting their stories out, putting them on paper, going through transformational experience after transformational experience, bringing in different light workers, different modalities to help them shift their energy, shift their focus, shift their mindset. And it's, it's something that is like eight days with my girlfriend, like in this place that is just pure magic and manifestation. Um, it's something that is not offered, you know, <laughs> really anywhere. And so with that, um, we're going to start actually pumping it out to the masses more. And, you know, after this 13-day retreat or 13-person retreat, we're going to start opening up to a 40, 50 people retreat and getting it out, like, steadily. But right now we're just focusing on these 13 beautiful men and women. They're from everywhere from London to Guatemala to LA to Portugal, like they're they're coming in from all over the world in October because they just they're ready, you know. And at the end of the day, it's like when I you know talk to people on the phone and I get them you know scheduled for a call with Mandy, it's um, you know they're not even gonna get on the phone with Mandy if they're not truly you know ready or they don't think they deserve it, you know. So it's like at the end of the day, it's like people that are willing and able and are ready to take that jump. Let's go. And it's not even a sales process. It's literally a, here's an invitation to change your life for the better and to completely expand what you've been doing. And so with that, it's just, it's been a beautiful journey. Like it's, it's taken a long time to get to this point. You know, it's been, there's been some huge hills and valleys, but when I say like everything has been so fulfilling doing this is because we know that we're here to really help 
these thought leaders, you know, take things to the next level so they can help their communities, their tribes on such a bigger, bigger way. And so, yeah, man, so that's just the, the small, the small <laughs> tidbit of what we got going on. This is a small, so much more. this is a yeah, little yeah. one. <laughs> And then you, and then you find all of these like little fitness classes out there, which they look like the yes. fanciest of fancy studios, and you're just oh dancing around. That's what. So people don't know this dude can dance for one, for two he can make music videos, and for three he loves to dance and make music videos. <laughs> no matter where he is, so like you're, uh, you just show up to a fitness class and you're like. Okay, the entire room is about to dance. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I gotta thank my buddy Jason, who's out here. He's the general manager of this amazing fitness uh, health club called Titibatu in Abud, Bali. And whenever you guys come visit me, I'm gonna encourage everyone to come visit me. Um, this place is phenomenal. It's like lifetime fitness on steroids. They have amazing pools, skate park, basketball courts two awesome uh, fitness rooms for like Zumba and personal training and boxing. And then they have like state-of-the-art Italian custom uh, lifting equipment and benches and all hand-stitched and a restaurant. And then they do like movie nights and I can go on and on and on. And so like this place, like my girlfriend and I, we stay, like we literally like are there from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. sometimes because it's just such a great co-working space for business owners that get shit done to they want to work on their fitness or they just want to have like a personal retreat day because you can just chill at the pool all day and um so anyways my friend jason he's been doing this thing called run box for kids where it's the combination of cardio basketball boxing dancing he live dj he's a he's a professional dj he, he's from australia he's like he does like major he like dj's um before like snoop dog concerts and stuff like that so like he's connected with Russell Simmons, like amazing people around the world. And so he does this fitness class twice a week from on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 7.30 to 9 a.m. where we're doing everything from setting up intentions before our workout to meditating to just beating the shit out of bags with boxing gloves on, yelling, screaming, uh, dance, like having dance-offs at the end. And, um, and what the beautiful thing about this group that we like it's we've we've just started this group a month ago and we've done like what is it um eight eight classes and like each class gets bigger and bigger and bigger and all the proceeds go to a kid a local kid from Mali going to private school so all the proceeds from each class go into uh sending this kid to private school on the island and it's just beautiful like you know, Jason, no one's getting any money for it, and it's just all going back. And so, like, the vibration that we're, like, we're raising is just, it's it's going to get it's gonna get pretty crazy because we're going to be, you know, focusing that into, you know, full-on retreats to give back to kids. You know, all the proceeds will go to, you know, a kid will donate our, our week, of, you know, to transform these people, but also they're going to be transforming the kid's life or a school's life. You know, like we're big picture. We're, we're going to be raising money for this this school to like so for them to build a new school. You know, so it's just and that's just totally in alignment with what Mandy and I are here to do. We're here to create schools around the world that are flipping education on its head and and teaching the, the entire the complete child, not just not just intellectually, but like 
everything from mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And um, so anyways, it's just, yeah, the fitness group, like that's, that's, that's my bread and butter. I love, <laughs> yeah. I love, I love getting people to wake the fuck up early, sweat it out with the group, dance it out and completely just get those endorphins out there and spread that vibration because I don't see any better way to start the day than sweating with the tribe and um, listening to some amazing music and just grounding ourselves into our intention, our intentions for the day. How did you end up meeting so many people around the world? Like you've got these people, like this guy's from Australia, the people from London, people all over the place, um, like just these yeah. random people everywhere. Um, um, how did, yeah. how did all that come about? The, so I just like coined my uh, superpower uh, two days ago. So like, my superpower <laughs> is the ultimate, the ultimate conscious connector. And, um, and so with that, like, um, like if people know me back home, like uh, my friends, they'll know that I'm, I'm an octopus. So I have all these tentacles going all different ways. You know, I'm, I'm a Pisces, so I'm very a watery creature. Creature. So, like when I say when I like when I'm in a room or I'm on a mountain, like people like the magnitude of like the the gravitational pull that that my energy puts out. It's just like people just come into my life out of nowhere. You know, it's just like it's just like things just happen, and it's kind of hard to explain it. But I put this high vibration out there. This high vibration out there. And people like you are just through Betty are just a boom. Yeah. Like, hey, Betty's like, you guys need to connect. And so like, that's usually what happens is like, there's a third party or someone that knows me that knows someone else. And just like, boom, y'all need to connect. Y'all need to connect. Y'all need to connect. And then that's where the magic happens because I'm so open to making these connections with people of that. And I'm, but when you meet me for the first time, it's like we knew each other for 10 years, 10 years because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm also very adaptable and I, I say I'm a chameleon in a way because I'm able to really truly um, get on the same uh, wavelength as other people because I've just been doing this my whole life. Like I've, when I say like I've been in the football realm, the choir realm, I was an Eagle Scout, you know, like there's all these different communities that I grew up in. So when I say like the well-rounded child, like I was able to, I had to adapt. I had to you know, be a certain way in a certain situation, act a certain way. So, like, I know how to play this dance, and I know how to um, truly sync with someone that's on a different wavelength than me. And so it's just like, it, it, what I said, like, it is truly a dance. Like, when I got to know you, I was like, all right, perfect. We can we can jam out about skating all day. Yeah. We can, you know, jam out about fitness. And so, like, I'm able to relate to you. And then and then that's where the relationship builds, is, is once we find that common ground, and then boom, 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 boom. Like, it doesn't matter where, if you're from Japan. Like, I had amazing friends when I, I've lived in Japan for a year playing professional football. I cried when I left Japan. That's how, like, powerful those connections were. And I felt like I was leaving summer camp, you know? It's like, um, and then, and they barely could speak English, you know? So it's like, and then, you know, friends from all over the world. It's just been beautiful because wherever I travel, there's a lot of nomads, people that have businesses online. So I'm making friends with people from Holland, Germany, you know, Russia, um, Trinidad, Tobago, Guatemala, Brazil, Colombia. It's just because everyone that's on this journey, especially when you come out to Bali, the barrier is already up here. Like 
for you to get to Bali, you already have to be mentally prepared to get there. And to live here is a whole nother task because like <laughs> the mindset you have when you like just completely uproot yourself and live in another country is one thing. It's like, it's one thing to visit a country. It's one thing to live in a country. And so like the people that are living out here, they're already like, you know, it's like, it's go time. It's like, we're action takers. We're getting shit done. And we want people to join us on this mission. Well, is it like and, mainly tourists out there? Um, so there, there are a lot of expats, which means like there's a, so I would say Bali is like the Mexico of Australia for us, for Australia. Gotcha. Because Australia is a jump, a jump skip from here. And so like all the Australians come out here to party, have a good time. Um, and then they also are here, like, and then a lot of people from around the world come out here as well to Abud, which is like the spiritual Mecca and, you know, do their yoga retreats, their meditation retreats. And so there's like two different realms. So like Tulum, Mexico is like Abud, Bali, and then Shangu, Bali is like Cancun. So there's like two different <laughs> realms of Mexico and Bali. <laughs> And for Americans, because Americans, they're not flying all the way across the world. They'd probably rather go to Mexico and, um, you know, party or get their spiritualness on in Tulum. But anyways, there are a lot of tourists, especially in the tourist season, which is summertime. But there's also a lot of nomadic people out here that have completely set up shop that live here. They've been here for like 10 years because what happens is when, when people come to visit Bali, they end up staying longer and longer and pushing their visa out farther and farther because it is such a magical place. Like if, if mother Bali welcomes you with open arms, you're not going to want to leave because it's just, it doesn't make sense to like this place is so beautiful. The, the culture here, the local culture is just phenomenal. The Balinese um, men and women, they just, they literally bless the ground three times a day with, with uh, flower offerings. And it's just, it's just a beautiful thing. It's just the, I've never seen people smile so big in my life. Um, these Balinese people, like, I don't know if they went to smiling school or what, <laughs> but they know how to use every, every muscle in their face they smile with. And it's just so beautiful. And so anyways, it's, yeah, I, I can sell you on Bali all day. And yeah, <laughs> I'm sold. I mean, I saw, come out for sure. I saw that surf comp and like the black oh, beach yeah. just looked crazy. It looked beautiful. It's weird to say yeah. like, that a black sand beach would look that pretty, but it really did. It was like, wow, that looks amazing. It's well, unique. You know what's beautiful too is um, like they like the crystallized um, pebbles, like in the sand, like it like sparkles too. And then actually, black sand is actually supposed to be really good for you, like for your skin and like when the sun hits it too. Like I don't know, there's something scientifically, there's something about black sand as well. What's really cool because obviously there's there's several volcanoes that have made Bali, you know. So um, that's volcanic ash, yeah. debris, and um, so yeah, it's so different. But there are white sandy beaches. There's all that too. So like Bali, like I'm telling you, it has everything. It has the beaches. It has the jungle. It has the nightlife. It has the spiritual life. It has the monkeys roaming around. It, like literally, I'm surrounded <laughs> by like beautiful birds, uh, butterflies, bees. Um, flowers galore and it's just yeah it's just a tropical paradise for sure so 
I don't know. I, I can't remember if we covered it or not, but you went back from South America, sold all your stuff, and then moved back there. Central so, America, yeah. Yeah, Central America. Sorry. And so, like, I think that's – I mean, I've heard – I even read, like, Wanderlust, the book, because um, it's kind of like an intriguing lifestyle to me. And you, you live that sort of lifestyle where you're just like, well, I'm just going to go these places, you know, and you just – I, yeah, I guess you just if if you're like that in that book you just save away a bunch of money sell all your stuff and then go travel for a little bit and see what see what you like what you don't like you know and it, and, and it yeah. kind of explains how it's all possible to do that when you wouldn't think oh I could spend I could spend a year backpacking through Europe you know with no job or yeah. you know or maybe pick up odds and ends here and there or whatever. So explain a little bit on how you actually go through this process of making it to these places, exploring what you like and what you don't like and helping these kids out, all that. I mean, honestly, it's it's one of those things where when my girlfriend got a download, like she's on a treadmill one day in Arizona you know, we're living a pretty normal life. We had we already had an online uh, teacher coaching program business, but it was just like one day she got this download to, hey, move to Belize, just just popped in, you know? And then a month later, we just like committed, we jumped ship, we sold everything we owned, and we moved to Belize. And it wasn't like we had a game plan going in. We literally booked an Airbnb for a week and went from there. So like when I say like we ultimately surrendered to whatever God, whatever the universe, whatever you want to say um, was giving us, then that's where the, the magic lies is when the, the, the fear, once you embrace the fear of the unknown, that's where, that's where the magic is, is in that little crease that you usually just like drive by. It's like, oh, go down this little alleyway real quick. <laughs> and then... And then go through this, this, it's like a really an ultimate sense of, uh, of wander, you know, like truly wandering. And so like, yeah, we had no idea that we're going to work at a local, you know, work with these local elementary school kids on an island of 2000 people for four months. And then pretty much, you know, sponsor a kid for the rest of life. No, the only reason that was happening is because we were open to whatever God, whatever the universe brought to us. And we accepted everything that came through, the people that came through, the experiences. And do I say it was easy? No. Like, would I say it's like, you know, it's going to be a challenge? Yeah. Like, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Like, although you see all the amazing posts that we have, like, there's a lot of nitty-gritty, getting dirty situations. But that's what made us even rip more layers out and understand that, hey, like, our, our mission is much bigger than we ever thought it could be. And um, so, like, I think the biggest thing is, like, for people that are looking to do something like this, like, know that it's going to be a journey. You know, there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. But when you have that big vision in mind, you have your big purpose in mind and what you're looking for, just know that that's where the intention comes every day. It's like you wake up. I wake up at 5 a.m. every day because I have the intention to really get what I needed to be getting done for for the next level of my life, my personal life, my business, my relationships. And so like when you always have that, you know, on the mirror, whatever, that's where things really 
are going to work for you. You know, not you know, not to you. Though everything's happening for you, and that's where the shift happens. So, do I have like a formula to to move out of the country? <laughs> no, it's like really, yeah. You, you jump with a backpack on. You might have a parachute. You might not. You jump off that cliff, and you then you you, you figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a scary thought for people, though. Like. Think about how scary that is for most people who live that regular old suburban life. Like, uh, oh man, I'd love to live in Bali, paradise. It's like, uh, how glorious would that be? You're on a beach or something because you're stuck in an office with four walls or whatever it is. You know, I mean, not those aren't bad things. I don't want to say that in a bad light at all. Those are not bad things at all. They're very needed, you know, things. But people look at it and dream and go, I'd love to live this and I'd love to do this and I love, but the comfort of those four walls and getting that paycheck every single week versus selling everything on a whim and going, it's kind of unknown. I'm going to figure it out when I get there. Super scary. Oh, I was so scared. Like if you asked Mandy, I was like, when she told me about Belize, I was like, first of all, I was like, what is Belize? Where is that? (laughs) And then, and then I was like, fuck, I'm like, I got to sell everything I own and do this journey and so like yeah i was very apprehensive of doing that like i was very scared but like really looking into that that discomfort like sometimes people like we love to avoid that uncomfortableness and like those those things it's like when you finally like like a buffalo go towards the storm that's where the beauty lies you know and i just like i created this the other day i was like um embrace your fear and persevere because at the end of the day it's like once we do embrace that with love we embrace that fear and just like hug it he's like hey i'm here i'm not going anywhere and just persistently go after it that's and you know i'm, I'm very thankful for my past like football has truly you know helped me mentally just like when it comes like to mental toughness like i know i can get through anything you know but it's just like getting out of my own way to to achieve those goals and those, those aspirations. And, um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely been one hell of a ride and I'm excited that we get to share this together, this experience with, with each other together because I, I'm really passionate about helping other people, um, see what's out of the cubicle, what's outside of the cubicle. I, I lived that life as well. Manny's lived that life. Like we, we've been there in the trenches, um, in America and when I say there's there's so much out there to explore and do and you know to work online there's so many different avenues to make a living you know and just like just shine, sh- shining light on you know the different modalities the different um, job opportunities out there it's like once we take the blinders off and see that there's oh wait there's something there's something over here I can go explore and just truly dive into something like I just think, like, for anyone that's that's listening or watching, it's like, like, take bold action every day. Take just one bold action step a day and see what happens. You know, do that for a month and see truly what that is. Like, for me, like, I get nervous when I go in front of a group and do, like, a public speaking event and have a microphone. But I've chosen to embrace the fear and do that weekly. So I'm doing, like, public speaking once a week. Oh, my gosh. And... And it's like, you know, for me, you'd think it'd, it'd be easy, but like, no, that perfectionist in me always wants to have that perfect speech or like always have that moving, 
your motivational speech out there, but at the end of the day, like just embracing that comfort. And like two weeks ago, I freaking cried in front of a bunch of people while I was giving a, a speech because I let that emotion run through me and I allowed people to see me and hear me for truly who I am. And so like that wouldn't have happened if I just didn't embrace that and and push through that uncomfortability. And you know, doing that allows other people to do the same. You know, so just be that reflection for other people and um, you know, like just embrace that fear and um, yeah, man, I think it's I hope people, you know, get something out of this for sure. Oh, one hundred percent, dude. If they don't then it's just not what they want it that they want to do. You know, like, hey, I'm I'm more of in the I'm like okay. I see people like you. I should I should say things less if I don't intend to actually do them. Now my wife's really really good at if I say something I better intend to do it. Like yeah, I'm gonna start a podcast. Okay, well you're going to start a podcast then. You're not gonna talk about it. You're going to you know. And so yeah, yeah, when yeah. you say like when people sit back and they say things, I want to be like. You can do it. Like, don't say it. Don't just keep saying that, oh, I wish I could, I wish I could. No, you can. Like, you either want to take a vacation there or you want to move there. Like, and if you want to move there, you can make it happen. You just have to look at people like Paul, you know? And, and that's with anything in life. I'm not talking about just like that. It's like, okay, you talked about taking the blinders off of the job, and I think that was so well put. Like, I sat there and went, man, that is, like, really well said because – um, people think you've got to have this traditional job. It's got a factory and an office. We have to go in for a certain amount of time, blah, blah, blah. Well, I pick a fence, all that stuff. Yeah, not really. You don't. Like, you, you can do a lot of different things. You realize, wait, hold on. I can make money online from anywhere I want. I just have to apply myself for a couple hours a day and really get stuff done. And then I don't have to work 12 hours a day. What? That's so weird. I don't have to punch a clock. No, that's not normal. I got to go back to the regular way. Like, you know what I mean? That there's a there's a certain safety net that 12 hours, 10 hours a day, 9 to 5 gives people. And it's not bad at all. I mean, like I said earlier, it's really not. I have one of those jobs. That's that's I I do that. But I also know that there are so many other things out there that you can get into. So the possibilities are endless if you really want them. Yeah, no, it's, um, you know, we, my girlfriend, I've been talking about this is like, we've been programmed from early childhood on to live this life of what school, what is school in the States? What are we, what's the structure? You go to school, you have a break, you go back to class, then you have lunch, then you have another break mid, mid afternoon, then you go home. That's literally the, the structure of every job in the States. It's like, you're primed at five years old. You're, you're getting primed to go work in the, the workforce because what happens in your job? You go to you go to your job, then you have a smoke break, then you go back to work, then you have lunch break, then you go back to work, then you have another smoke break, and then you go home. So it's like we're so accustomed to these you know these these systems and everything because it's all been lined up to make that happen. So it's like once we start breaking that cycle and truly just questioning the things that we're doing on a daily basis and like why do i wake up at this because my job wants me to wake up or why don't you let your soul wake you up sometimes and like for me it's like i wake up at 5 a.m i don't put an alarm on my i just wake up 
And when I wake up, I'm up. You know, there's no pressing snooze. There's no like, oh, you know, like uh, this is, you know, why am I doing now? Like I, I choose to wake up when I want to wake up. And it's like, so when we start like, you know, thinking that way, that's where things start shifting for you. And um, no, one more thing I was going to say is a lot of people I've, what's been really inspiring Hey, how are you? <laughs> For people who don't know, yeah, there's there's Maddie on the podcast. That's right. She came in. That's right. She got, she's got swimming or what's going on? Yeah, yeah. we got swim. 6.30. Okay, yeah, I know we have a wrap-up pretty soon. But I want to say real quick, this is perfect timing. I was going to say what's been inspiring me more and more is families that that do what I'm doing and do what my girlfriend and I are doing. Like when I, when I say people give excuses for like, oh, I have two little kids, I'm like, I see mom and dads carting their kids around around the world full time. There's no excuse big enough for you not to do what you truly want to do. Yeah. And the only person in your way is yourself. So like once we start taking accountability and ownership of why we are in certain situations and getting out of the victimhood and getting out of the, oh, I, I should have done this, could have done this. No, you still can do whatever you want to do. It's just you got to, you know, buckle up the big boy pants, big girl pants, and get after it. Yeah, no, totally true. And we take the kids with us so many different places. Like I said, I've, I've said it before a hundred times on here. I may have even told you. We don't do Christmas gifts. We do trips. So trips, Experience. And you can see, as behind me, she likes to dance too, so. <laughs> did, she, did, she, did she say tripness? Is that what she said? No, she didn't say that, did she? <laughs> no. That's actually... That's trips, actually, not you should gifts. write a, a trips, not gifts. And that's exactly, so my girlfriend's got two daughters that are 20 and 21. We, we did that for the first time this last year. They, they did Christmas with us in Belize. And like, such a better idea than giving all these monetary gifts. Like, hey, how about you experience another culture, another country, another area of town, whatever, for a week and just have some solid family time and yeah. solid connection time. And I love that. I think tripness might be might be the thing. Tripness, <laughs> tripness. There we go. There we hey, go. That might. We're already thinking of ideas here. So there we go. Hey, uh, we better do it now because people are gonna get it when they post this, and somebody might act on it yeah, before yeah. us. So maybe 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 bleep that out for now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll edit. I'll edit that tripness out. Nobody listen to tripness. Okay. All right, man. Well, uh, blast blast out anything that you need to blast out. Um, and let people know where they can find you, where they can sign up for the retreats, uh, yeah. where to get a hold of you, all that good stuff. Yeah, so um, to, to look at our retreats and everything, go to mandolinmoses.com. That's my girlfriend's name, M-A-N-D-E-L-Y-N-N-M-O-S-E-S.com. And to find, find me on Facebook, it's just Paul Porras, P-O-R-R-A-S. Um, and then on Instagram, it's Purely Present Paul. Um, and YouTube, just look up Paul Porras, Mandolin Moses, and yeah, I'll send you all that stuff in the comment section. And, oh yeah, you know I really appreciate you for having me on your podcast, uh, dude. Thanks I, for I being know, on. Like, I know it's not a hope. I know that this is gonna reach the people that's supposed to, and um, you know I, I really, really appreciate all the love and, and gratitude that you've always shown me. And thanks again, Betty. For making this all possible. Thank you, Betty. And then, you know what? You know what's so wonderful? Is that we may not see like complete eye to eye, like, you know, on everything that go- goes on, but every time 
it's like every time we get together, there's always a good deep conversation that we have. It's never like, hey, this is a little small talk here or there. Like, oh, yeah, how's the weather? You know, it's always something that is a beneficial conversation. And I, I appreciate that, like, immensely. So. Of course, like I, I love it. The like, energy from this conversation. I'm ready to start the day off. Right? <laughs> and um, I know it's 7 a.m. over here. It's like what 8 p.m. or 7 p.m. over there. It's it's 6:16. 6:16. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I need to get this one. It's um. Well, that's what I love. It's like while you're sleeping, I'm awake. Vice versa. We're keeping this going. That's yeah. where it's been so hard to set this podcast up, but we got <laughs> it done, man. We got it, we done. got it done. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, well, thanks, Paul. I really yeah. appreciate it, man. Yeah, much love, man. Hey, we'll talk real soon.